welcome to Pair Don't Play. I'm Zach Marin, and we will be talking today about whether college athletes should be paid or not. Uh, I'm joined today by my co-hosts. Uh, Luke Poplizio. Joseph Spring. Jack Stutz. All right, so we're going to start with the background on this topic. So college athletics basically started around the time of 1905. And in the beginning, neither coaches or athletes would get paid. But as time went on and went to a current date, coaches now make on average $2.05 million a year, but college athletes don't see a dime of it. And college athletes are the one doing most of the work towards the revenue being created. <laughs> All right, so Joey, Luke, do you guys think that college athletes should be paid? Um, I believe that college athletes should be paid, <laughs> should be paid for what they do, and they, they receive no money out of anything that they make, uh, out of the school makes from the games or anything. Well, well I feel that uh, college athletes should not be paid because it would not be paid on a fair uh, like standard to them because not every school pulls in the millions of dollars as the big ones that go on national television. So it'd be tough for the smaller schools to be able to pay them on like a baseline because then they wouldn't be making any money themselves. So I don't think it'd really be a fair way to give them money because if you do it by pay to likeness, like where they get paid for doing like autographing and uh, stuff like that, then it'll just be the same people who end up going to make the money in the pros that just get the money. So it really wouldn't make, make, make a difference for like the big names will still get the money regardless. So there should be more of like a baseline pay that the school gives out. Like not, it won't be like an insane amount. They have to pay like pretty much every single athlete, but it should be more towards how the school thinks their team is doing. And if it's not like a D3 or D2 school, maybe it should only be D1 because that's where most people watch all the games. Yeah, I think it'd be better if they just do it like the D1 schools have like a set like baseline. But if the school wants to pay them more, they can always can or something. But I think if you're going to do it, you have to set at least like a small baseline that every school has to pay. And so that every like athlete gets the same recognition. I think that there should be a baseline but each player should be able to receive their likeness. I think they should receive like a portion of their jersey sales because you know, like if you see a, a jersey with a number on it, you know who it's going to be. There doesn't have to be a name on it. You're going to wear it because you know that player and you're going to know that that player is like your favorite player. So you're just going to – so if like you have number 15 from UConn, as you said, you know that's Kemba Walker and you know it's going to be his number and – even though it doesn't say it from a long time ago. So an important fact to kind of support what Joey and I said, the NCAA makes $11 billion in annual revenue from all college sports, which is more than the NBA and NHL put together. And individually, Alabama makes $1.43 million in athletic revenue, which is more than every NHL team and all but five NBA teams. Yep. So, but very minimal of this money is actually going to the classrooms that the NCAA claims is most essential to the athletes.
And I, I feel like from that statistic that eleven billion you said, eleven billion dollars, I think the NCAA should be setting that baseline. No, not even the schools. If they're making this much out of just revenue alone, they could be they can afford to give like maybe not a huge salary to all the players, but they can give like the baseline and then the schools based on what how they feel that their players are doing, they can add on to that. Maybe not much, but increase it just a little bit. Uh, the only thing is, Jack and Joey, is uh, most of the schools, there's only like three main sports that really bring in uh, all the revenue, and that's like football, basketball, and like baseball really bring in all the revenue to the schools. So how are you going to play like other – how are you going to pay other sports like, I don't know, tennis or something that – don't bring in as much money because they're not on like national television as much as the football games, the basketball games and stuff like that. So how are you going to, you know, because it's really them who's bringing in all the money. So how's it going to be like kind of fair to pay the people who don't pull in the huge dollars for uh, the schools and stuff? I say personally that they should take the amount of revenue from each sport and use that to make the baseline to pay college players. So football sees X amount. I think that X amount should be split up between the players and the coaches and whatever. And then say tennis makes a lot less than that X amount. They should be paid less for lack of performance or lack of popularity to the sport. I mean, it's not their fault. They can't like do anything to prevent that. It's just, the way the money comes in, I say the money go. Money should go the way it comes in. Yeah, because there's almost like 500,000 D1 athletes in all of the nation. So it'd be tough for – I know you said that it's like some huge number, like in the billions. 11 billion. Yeah, so, it, I mean, it's just tough to give that many people uh, like basically a salary because it's going to be tough. Like for like even big companies, they have problems paying like all their employees and keeping records and stuff like that. So. Even in the re- life isn't fair if you don't play one of those popular sports. Like it's it's gonna suck if you get one of those less lower salaries than other people. But nothing you can really do about it. I think that maybe instead of having the NCAA just like pay everyone, I think they should maybe give money to the school, and then the school can regulate how much they pay the kids. But it's based on standards of what the NCAA puts down, because they shouldn't be making eleven billion off kids. Like these are kids; they're not. They're, they don't have jobs yet. This this is basically their job. So some of them can't even vote yet, but yeah. they can't see the paycheck that they're essentially bringing in. So it's just the the few people on top making money. All these people make so much money for this for the NCAA, and it's just unfair to the kids. It really is. And half of these players can't even drink. or Most of them are under 21, but they're out there sacrificing their money or, or uh, sacrificing their body to bring in money that they won't even be able to see. They're putting their body to the limits in order to reach the ultimate goal of playing at a professional level. But it's a risk because the more time you spend in college to increase your draft stock in certain sports, 
the more risk you have for injuring yourself and potentially not even being able to make that goal. And then you're out in the world injured and broke. Yeah, some of these kids have to work like full-time jobs just to be able to pay off some stuff that they need to do. And it, it'd be a really big help if they, if like something that they love to do and they're dedicated and passionate about, they were able to earn money because they may never hit the, hit the pros. So it'd be nice to have a little money in your pocket from doing something you love. Yeah. Like they had a 30 for 30 uh, ESPN about Marcus Dupree called the greatest that never was. He went to Oklahoma, right? Yeah. And then he was there for like a year. Then he left because he two two years and he left because he got in trouble or whatever. And he went to some smaller school. I don't even remember. Southern Mississippi. Yeah. Then he ended up going to one of the NFL leagues. That like it wasn't the NFL. It was it was like, it was like one of the amateur ones. I was yeah. like trying to come up, but it ended it up the G League for yeah, NFL. Ended up failing. And then he only made like a $5 million contract, but he was one of the biggest people because everyone was like, he was like the best college athlete and everyone was like, he's so ready for the NFL and all this and that, but he didn't get to make any money. And now he's a truck driver. So it's like, if you let him get paid in college, you know, he might actually be able to live comfortably because he's in all this knee pain and stuff from the sport that you were, that they were making money off of. And there, there's the kids that are suffering from these big injuries that some of them may never walk again. Some of them are paralyzed in football. And there's just the NCAA making all this money off them. But if they're allowed to make money now, you know, maybe they'd actually be able to like afford like the care that they need to live life comfortably. They just look at them and say, well, you're just gonna make us money. Really got to do anything for you in return. <laughs> so some people uh, say that college athletes are already getting paid by um, the huge tuitions that it costs to go to their schools, and it's upwards of a hundred and eighty thousand they're getting paid for for all four years, and it's also included with books, uh, room and board. Uh, like meal plans and stuff like that. Yeah, but that's a bunch of shit, though. They don't see any of that. It's it's really just they get that tuition, but most people, if they're good enough, they're going to be out freshman year. Like Trey Young said, just said that he's fresh, freshman year, he's going to be going into the lottery for the draft, and he'll never see any of the money from any anywhere that he got offered from the school. And same as oh, ten, thousands of other athletes that, that go through – Sports, they're not going to see any of the money. Yeah. And it's not even an option for some of them. Some of them have to do that to support their family. Like, that's kind of how Reggie Bush got into the hole that he dug because he was broke. He had no money. He had no other option but to take the money from the, what was it, the manager or something? Yeah. I think so. His manager. He needed to take that money so his mom could. You got a house, right, and a car. I mean, she doesn't need a Range Rover, but either way, and Range Rover, needed. some junker out of the lot. She needed a car, and they just needed that financial support that he couldn't make in college. He wasn't able to work because he was a full-time student. Um, and average, the, 
The average work week for an athlete is 43.3 hours, which is three more hours than a typical American work week. So they're doing more. They don't have the time to go to school and work so their family can have money. They're on the field sacrificing and not seeing anything that any type of revenue that they're bringing in themselves. Yeah, and like you said, most of these kids, they don't really come from like wealthier families. So uh, they like their money that they can make in college would be just going straight back to their families that help them like get there and stuff. And also they do make rules now. They have a bunch of rules in set where you have to do at least a year, I think it is, for basketball before you can declare for the draft. And a year for football too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you have to go to college to get the money later, but it's like they don't let you make any money, which most of these kids or families, they don't really have that much money to come back off. So like what they could be making. Yeah, these kids spent their entire like childhood and stuff working on what they're good at. Like whether it's football, basketball, baseball, any sport they do, they they work their asses off and they do just to be able to make it to the pros and they have to go through this like almost $100,000 barrier blocking them and they have to spend money that they may not have and they won't see until if they make the pros. So to go along with what Luke said about one and done, these college athletes are only doing one and done because they feel they should be getting paid for their contributions to the sport. So they're losing out on three years of college experience and half the athletes that go pro, they don't make it pro for long. So they're losing out on a lot of money. They lose out on a pro like athletics and they have no job afterwards. They have no college education to work on. Yeah, they could be a complete flop when they go to the pros and they just like everything just goes down the drain for them. And they have nothing to rely back on. Johnny Manziel. (laughs) Johnny Manziel left early, went to Cleveland, messed around, too much play, not enough work. And then now he's jobless and trying to sell as much merchandise as he can for something that was in four years ago. But he just doesn't have the same stuff anymore. I mean, his situation is different because he has daddy's money coming out the wazoo. But <laughs> if, if it were, if he, if another athlete were in his situation, they they would be struggling a lot more than he would be. Yeah, but that's why we should be paying him. I saw a statistic the other day. It was like there's 460,000 like high school athletes, college athletes, Division one athletes, and only like 20,000 of them go pro a year. Like that's not a high percentage. And those kids that decide, oh, they're mature enough to go pro, they're screwing themselves over. It's only four percent. So like. To end it all, we just want to go around and say, like, our final viewpoint on the stance. So, like, I believe that all college athletes should be paid. I also agree that college athletes should be paid. I agree with both of them. I feel like they should be paid for the effort to do. I agree that college athletes should be paid because it ruins college and professional sports. All right. Thank you for watch- listening, not watching. That would be interesting. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our podcast.